This podcast is sponsored by you, the listener. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week and enjoying the rest of the podcast. Hello, everyone! Welcome back. Well, it's been um two week since we last upload. Uh, actually, you know, since last we are uh, have a podcast. You know, talk about stuff together. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry for missing a week, but you know, it happens. Stuff happens. And uh, today with me, of course, is our beloved Sir Alex. How are you doing, Sir Alex? I know you're a little bit sick today. Yeah, uh, a little bit worse than usual. Because you got your booster shot, which is kind of late. Do you think about it? It is, but I mean, I got my um my vaccination a little bit late. Yeah, well, at least so you, uh, you got out. it now, so you don't have to worry about it. Now you can finally go yeah. out with us. Hopefully, um, are, are you yeah, going well, to go out with us next time when we have a group? We shall see. Wow, even booster don't As, give um, you confidence. I see. Yeah, because they were saying that. Um, Omicron is kind of evading the shots. Okay. Well, today, I mean, this oh. week, I mean, last week supposed to be your podcast, you know. But I was busy, yeah. you know, I went to a party. I was supposed to do it on Saturday, and then we, I mean, I was supposed to do it on Sunday, and then we got lazy. We don't want to do it on Sunday. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. So nothing happened. So, um, so yeah, so you will be the host. So tell me, yes. what are we going All to right. talk Topics. about today? All right. So as usual, we are very out of date. Yeah, yeah. With all of the topics, and yeah. even more so because we're a week late. Yeah, I mean, this um, week's topic thing that happened yeah. supposed to have supposed to be the topics that happened like two yeah, weeks it was supposed ago. Supposed to be for last week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, so the biggest that? thing, obviously, that happened in the last two weeks mm -hmm. is the um, Microsoft. Uh, buying Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. Wow, well, that was close to $69 billion. Yeah, but I guess, you know, they don't want to make it 69 They don't want to be nice, okay? <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, I mean, there's probably some other terms in there that yeah, they're, but like, they're not talking about. Yeah, I mean, I am excited. I am very excited for this really? takeover from Microsoft. You know, Phil Spencer, the savior of Blizzard, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming to save Activision Blizzard. Okay, from the trash, the landfill that it is in right now. Which makes me like, I don't know, feels great, I guess. You know, I don't, it's kind of weird. That you're saying that a big company taking over a small company and you feel good about it. But, you know, in this case, I feel good about it. And I you know it's a good, it's good. You think it's a good thing, but yeah. okay. But what about if we look at it from the um, competition standpoint? That's one fewer company out there mm -hmm. uh, fighting for your dollars. So, uh, what do you what do you think about that? Do you think I mean um, I mean if you put it in like relatively independent, or do you think they're gonna kind of like go in and just kind of be like, okay, we're taking control now? I think they're going to be relatively independent, right? It's 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 going to be the same situation with um, uh, what is uh, Bethesda when they took over Bethesda, the main company, right? Like, what is it? It was like 
And what is Bethesda's main company? But you know, like Bethesda still have their creative freedoms, right? Microsoft pretty much just said like, "Hey, you know, we bought you. We want to do to do exactly what you've been doing." The only thing that we ask for is that you put your games in game on Game Pass, which is pretty much what happened. I think it's. I mean, if you're from a perspective on the game industry, I don't think this is like some sort of like uh eliminating competitions or something because Microsoft, I mean, Microsoft games are not as good, okay, as other companies. Okay, like, well, I mean, that's have, not true. I mean, you're I mean, talking about Microsoft Flight Simulator. I mean, about yeah, Age of Empires. Yeah, but like, let's be honest, Age of Empires are not. Not that good, okay? It means it's not not good. It's just that it's not as popular as other, like other games, other types of games. Well, okay? Yeah, well, I think that has um a little bit more to do with the genre of the game, right? Yeah, I mean I, I RTS. Like it Sims, is a dying yeah, genre. Yeah, Sims, RTS, usually not as popular. Yeah, and, and they still did pretty well for even though they're in such a niche genre. Yeah, because um, Microsoft throw all the monies they can onto but it. I mean, I just. I'm just kind of worried from the standpoint of like, oh, what if in the future there's only like two or three companies left? I mean, gaming um, that own all the IP. It, you then... understand that the um, gaming industry right now is consolidating. You know that, right? All the big yes, companies um, are breaking, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's not um, the best thing for consumers that they're all consolidating. No, maybe it's a good thing. Consider what happens. You see, before consolidation, gaming companies are slacking anyway. Yeah, well, what do you even have recent year that's like blowing your minds out? Most of the time, what you okay. hear is just I don't know something related to microtransactions or NFTs game, like I no think, stuff like that. Now, I think the um, the the scary thing for me is right now Microsoft is doing pretty well. Um, but what if they, you know, change who's in charge of Xbox Game Studios? And then they're mm -hmm. like, okay, we want to put microtransactions in everything. And then suddenly, pretty much all of your games have microtransactions in it because Microsoft owns all of them. It is. That's what I'm worried about. I mean, about. it is a possibility. But, like, I think it would still be just better than now. I, I mean, mean, or at least no difference like, than now. Okay. Um, Microsoft has done this before. Um, when they bought Mojang. Um, after they got Minecraft, they started adding tons of microtransactions. Um, I mean, thankfully, they didn't touch the Java version, but if you play on um, native Windows, um, there, there's tons of microtransactions. You have to pay for skins. You have to pay for maps. I just You have to pay for you know um, a tiny server with like only four slots. Um, I don't know. I mean... Okay, if you okay, look look around you right now, right? In the games these days are like filled with microtransaction. Okay, that the whole gaming industry now is shifting to a new, well, new type of perspective. You know, it used to be, um, you know, you have a single player games linear. You play once, it goes to the story. You know, you're you're done, and then you transition into um live service stuff like Destiny. You know, stuff like. Uh, I don't know, well, like, different kind of live service games now, right? And then you got into the, um, well, loot box, you know, loot box, online auction, stuff like that. And right now, the whole industry is shifting toward this new direction. 
which they call it uh what is it it's called play to earn and i think that's that's what it is right play to earn um styles and and then you so like if you look at it this way right like it won't be that different like if they just add microtransaction to whatever games you're playing because like the companies these days are doing that anyway so, i mean if, if if microsoft decides to put microtransaction on all games that they own and uh it's just you know it's the same as all other companies doing the same thing i don't think it's as bad as you have imagined okay. from my point of view if microsoft didn't own activision blizzard and they decided that it wouldn't you know immediately affect every single game right like it would if it um if it succeeded then maybe other companies would also start doing that but now you pretty much only have one company and um there's not as much room for i don't know like testing things out i guess um, or starting a new trend because they'll just be like we want you to make uh, the same games that you've been making the same formula because it works I mean, I feel like this is just what happens for each industry. There's always, you know, like gaming, gaming industry, it's actually quite new compared to other industry, right? So eventually, you know, it, it, the, the industry has to consolidate, consolidate into a couple comp big companies that's ruling over stuff. It's like oil industry, okay? Right? You know, there's like three or four oil companies in the whole world that controls the whole you know sales and production of oils and stuff but like i feel like it's, oh, you, it's just a natural a ways of improvement of industry i think that's a good thing that um there's only a few companies uh in any field it's not the best thing obviously but i feel like it's just what industry is heading towards like any industry i feel like eventually it will consolidate into uh, three or four companies that pretty much do the same thing over and over again and then okay, there's nothing speaking, you can argue about. Speaking it. on the topic of uh, consolidation, do you have any predictions for who the big three or four companies will be? Uh, just for gaming? Everything's just over. for gaming? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, obviously, you have Microsoft and Sony. Okay. And uh, I like others. I am, I'm not so sure. Right. Maybe Nintendo, but like Nintendo felt like felt like an outlier, right? That doesn't really fit into like a lot of stuff, right? That is a company itself has its own system. It doesn't really care about competitions and stuff like that. So I would say that it's probably like five company in gaming, like uh, they eventually are consolidating into. It's gonna be Microsoft, Sony, probably Nintendo. And it's going to be one of the big company like Google or Amazon or whatever, right? Or maybe even Facebook, who knows? It's going to be one of those. And you have probably some sort of new, I don't know, upcoming app store company that's going to be producing good games eventually. I don't know. So there's probably like four or five of them. Eventually, it's going to be, uh, you know, pretty much just owning and distributing games. And of course, you still have like indie games, right? Those, those indie games are, oh, like you can't really com compete 
like compare indie games to big games corporation and it's, they don't even have like the same triple budgets and stuff like that but eventually i feel like that's that's the four or five company that we eventually are we're consolidating into that's uh that's what i thought yeah, i think i have um pretty much the same list as you uh, although i'm not sure about the traditional tech companies i mean especially like google and amazon because um they've been trying to get into the gaming space but they haven't made much progress i think like most of the moves that they've made have not been particularly successful well i mean um, they have all also, the money in the world right they can just keep well, throwing yeah, money but, on it well, like Amazon, for example, they can keep throwing money at it, but they'll just keep losing money if they don't, you know, figure out what isn't working, right? Because I think there is some degree of difference uh, between producing that and just producing like software or, you know, um, like a marketplace. It is true. It is true. <sighs> I, I, don't, I don't know how to put it this way, but... Uh... Like people said, that if you you know if you can't solve it, you throw money money on it, it, it will solve it yourself. So like I th- I feel like what the big companies will do is they will just buy out another company well, like I mean, what Microsoft is doing. I think the biggest example of that not working is probably Amazon um, or Google, like both of them, because they've spent tons of money um, trying to develop gaming applications. Um, and I feel like their products have been a little bit lackluster um, in the end. Well, for, for uh, Google... Especially Amazon. You know, they they uh, pretty much bought uh, an entire game engine um, for their internal game development. And they poached a lot of uh, talent from different, you know, different companies. But then in the end, um, I feel like they still haven't been able to really create something successful or something that t- takes off. Well, in your case, right? For Google, Google fell because they tried to do a console instead of making pure games. And then for that, yeah, it's possible you can still fit in into this saturated console market, right? But, uh, but, but that's the thing, right? They're, they're kind of looking at Microsoft and saying, okay, Microsoft created their own console and that's how they entered the games market. So they wanted the I think they kind of want to replicate that, um, but they haven't been able to so far. And they also own game companies as well, producing exclusive games. Yeah, um, that, that, that's the platform. thing, right? Like they, they, they. I felt like they, like they went, like, uh, like they, they went too far. Okay, they didn't take the first step correctly. Okay, what what they should be doing is releasing like games first instead of releasing consoles first. Okay. Microsoft oh, started like did, right? Microsoft didn't start with like Xbox, okay? It started as a tech company for Windows, okay, PCs. And they developed games on PCs and people played it. And eventually they, they figured out how, how it worked. And they decided to develop uh, Xbox. You know, and then and, and, and everything went whatever as we know, right? It's Google is just like, well, we, uh, we have all the money, you know, we're just going to develop a console first. And then we're going to announce and everyone's going to buy the console because we're going to develop exclusive games for the console. And then, and then people just, you know, buy the games, buy the console, and everyone just love it. But that's, that's not exactly what happened. 
Right. And also, like, yeah, that was like the opposite of yeah. what and happened. And also, like, like they... their council is not exactly a council. It's more like, like a streaming platform. Okay. Like you stream your game, uh, cloud gaming, right? It's cloud gaming. But like, it's, 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 yeah, it's, I mean, it's not exactly I, like a lot the of same. companies were. I think when they um, released that, there was kind of like a trend. Um, that was a trend at the time of cloud gaming because uh, Microsoft also did that uh, re- remote play or whatever it's called, and Sony also has that. Um, like a PlayStation Plus, I think something like that. A oh, PS Now, PS uh, Now, PS, PS Now. Yeah, something, something like that. And it's you PS know, now. Nvidia. Yeah, Nvidia is one. Yeah. Um, a, a bunch of companies, and I, I know yeah. Amazon also released something like Amazon yeah, Luna. Yeah. Okay, like, like what what Google failed to consider is that not everyone has a good internet connections. Okay, if you don't have a good internet connection, you can barely play any games on Stadia. And which is the reason why, you know, they they failed because if you don't have good giga gigabyte connection, you are just gonna be playing on like yeah. shitty seven twenty p. Yeah, nobody wants I mean, to play on that. Oversight. It's a big oversight on their part, um, yeah. and not to mention uh, the other big thing was that they were kind of forcing people to repurchase their games. Exactly. Like, basically, yeah. they're saying, "Oh, the, all the games that you own, you can't play them." Yeah, to buy uh, on Stadia. Yeah, yeah, you have to get it again on our pl- on our platform, and that's yeah, it's just like that's just the not worst work, decision. With yeah. if they're starting with such a small uh, library or a small catalog. Yeah, exactly. Not all games support Stadia, and some games are not playable through streaming. Okay, you have to play it with wire connections or something like that, and then like fighting games, right, or FPS like CS:GO or stuff like that. You can't have delayed, and streaming has like a huge delay. It's uh, it's not a viable option for those games. So that's one of the reasons why it failed. Another reason yeah. I feel like what happened is just that they they just simply think people wants to play cloud gaming. Yeah, like I don't, I I I don't know why, but. I think they just. I think all the big tech companies just think that cloud gaming is the the next step, right? That everyone would be would be uh yeah, well, like, that was cloud the, gaming. Um, that was a trend at the time, and, and it just died. It it died after like a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's especially died after the uh, chip shortage because yeah. you know they can't keep setting up new servers if they don't have the right hardware for that. Exactly. Um, and, then, and then, in addition to all these moves, I think one more company I had on my list for one of the remaining ones mm-hmm. would probably be Tencent. Tencent? Oh, it's true. Tencent. I forgot about Tencent. Um, but like, like thing, Tencent doesn't really produce game, though. You, you know what I mean? Not really, but they they kind of own like a large. Yeah, yeah like Google. they're more like the investor type, right? They just buy out a company, let, well, let mean, the company do whatever they want. It's not really fair to say that they don't make games either uh, they have a gaming division so well, like, don't talk about their gaming divisions all they do is just release shitty mobile games tens- yeah okay that's what i was going to touch on so why do you think it is that a company their size has still not managed to produce any triple a games this is not profitable it's like more po- it's way more profitable just produce shitty mobile games and it costs less, it makes well, okay, buckets, well, okay? If that's the case, then you could say the same for every other 
uh, big studio. So why are they still producing? Because they're games? like they, real they game have... developers. Okay, they I, believe I in gaming. Believe in creating good games for players. I don't know how true that is. Okay, I'm 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 like like releases. Okay, maybe the top CEOs they don't care, but the, whoever's developing the games, the studio themselves. They're there because they want to create games, okay? They're I mean, not there to just same, make you money. You say the same thing for Tencent. Well, here, here's the thing, right? Tencent's gaming divisions is totally controlled by their CEO, right? Like, pretty much, like, the Tencent gaming studios is literally there to listen from, like, get advice from CEO to make shitty mobile games. And just make bucket. That's the whole goal. The whole creation of that whole studio is to make money. Most of the studios you see in big companies are usually acquired. Like you know, they bought out a studio. They and the studio themselves started as like you know a bunch of people getting together, want to create a game they loved. That's why they're making games. Okay, that's like the big difference. And I mean, obviously. That's- like yeah, I, mean, I don't know. That's I think it's a little bit more debatable. If you're talking about small companies, I can definitely see it. But for larger ones, I think there's definitely kind of a shift towards people who just also just want like a salary job. Like they're they're not necessarily super into you know games or whatever. No, I think like I think they, I think game industry is still still on the you know how do I put it like I don't know, like whoever like. People, if people also get into game industry, they're not there to get a salary paying jobs. Game dev don't get paid shit, okay? They're like the worst paying engineering job you can get. But they're there for the love, well, I mean, okay? that's true, but it's still, like, relatively high if you think about it. I mean, yeah, compared to, like, I don't know, like, com- compared to, um, to other jobs, like, you know, being a fast food restaurant cashier, okay? You obviously get paid way more as a as a as a skin dev, right? But if you compare the similar fields, like I don't know, like a software the software engineers in Google, like you you got probably like game devs probably only got paid like fifty percent of what the Google engineer is gonna be earning, okay? And then that's not even counting. Like game dev have like no rights. They're like they crunch every day. They they pretty much have to work overtime all the time. Okay, and they die in their thirties. Okay, okay, that's Gandalf. Gandalf have no right. But okay, so do you think that's true of Tencent as well, or do you think those uh, workers are more like just there for the salary? I think those workers are more like yeah, magic. Yeah. Or do you think it's because of how rigid the structure is, so they don't really have any creative freedom? Nah, I think it's both. Actually, think about it. I think it's both that. like I, I, I'm pretty sure, like at the beginning, right? The studio developer there, they like, oh yeah, uh, I want to, I want to develop this game. Yeah, I want to develop that game. And then eventually, they face the realization of that Tencent CEO, or whatever, you know, finance department of like, hey, we need you to make this shitty mobile game. Here's your budget of like a hundred thousand dollars, and now we want to make two billion dollar annually from this shitty mobile game do it right now and uh, eventually that's just the reality and after a while they probably lose hope and just like whatever i got paid a lot doing this anyway i just do it and that's uh that's okay. what happened and to a tencent 
Okay. That's well, the other button. thing is, um, <clears throat> so China introduced some like online gaming restrictions um, about like microtransactions and also just gaming time for minors. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that will impact the direction that they take, or do you think they're just going to keep doubling down on all these microtransactions? Obviously, nothing is going to change. Okay, well, I, I mean, you, you gotta understand, right? Miners don't. Okay, miners in China play games, right? Whatever shitty mobile games or whatever shitty scam chat games they're playing, they don't contribute as much money as the adults who actually play those games. Most well, money actually comes from the adults, usually young adults. They have that miners would have less. Um, I guess impulse control for microtransactions. Here is the thing, right? The miners really don't have up. in China don't have like credit cards. You know that, right? Well, All the yeah, money they, can, they, they come okay, from well, like usually it, using WeChat or I mean, whatever. It's the oldest, okay? uh, oldest trick in the book, like using your parents' um, credit cards oh. to buy stuff. Okay, you know you don't understand. And it Chinese happens. people don't lo- don't like to use credit card. I you mean, don't understand that part. Wallet, uh, Alipay, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things, right? But in I order mean, for kids, the miners like, to get the money. Kids, right? They it, usually don't have phones of their own. It, they're usually using their parents' phones. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about those free-to-play games. So I think that's how they get away with it. It is true. It is true. And anything that, especially right now, that miners cannot even play games over like an hour every day. They're probably using their um, it's like parents for orphans. Two hour limit per week. I mean, like one hour on Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, like if you think about this, then you can probably think that all the um all the all the kids in China are probably using their parents or uncles' phone or computer playing games, right? There's no way they would, they would just be like playing, not not like playing two hours every week. Okay, it's impossible. Kids these yeah. days are addicted to phones or computer there's no way they're not gonna use that and all they do is just play games on it shitty mobile games you know like maybe you're right um, maybe you're right about it the reason i brought that up was also because i think tencent in their gaming showcase last year uh said that they were going to start trying to do triple a like console games basically yeah i have no big hope what you think i uh, have no hope they'll be able to achieve it's gonna be like you know like marvel's avenger it's gonna be that kind of game. It's gonna be big IP, blah blah blah, and tons of microtransactions and grindy as heck. And uh, you know, but even in a triple A game, yeah, I even mean, in triple A games, they won't sell well if they do that. They don't care. They don't care. Chinese people buy those shit. Like Chinese people are just sheeps, okay? They're sheeps. Okay, they just do anything. They just pay those microtransactions and don't give a heck. Don't know about that. Also, like you know, okay, I want to talk about the Chinese gaming culture itself. Is that fine? I'm gonna dedicate like ten minutes talking about it right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You gotta understand that Chinese people in games, in gaming cultures in general, are very competitive. Right? They they want to show off. Like they want to be the best, whatever characters. The you know probably like best gear or whatever in the whole server that's like the ultimate goals that's like pretty much like 90 percent of the chinese player base want to do that they don't care if you have to spend monies or do whatever 
Okay, that's why. That's why, like predatory stuff, like whatever loot box or ultra rare items, works in China. Like those pay to win mechanic works in China because Chinese people wants Chinese players especially wants to feel superior over the other people in their server. So they'll just pay anything to get that kind of like gear or whatever ultra rare items. Like that's why you hear all the news about like. This Chinese a Chinese player in China spent like thirty thousand dollars on this one gear, or in a day spent like thirty thousand dollars on this whatever loot, or pay a thirty thousand dollars to get carry or whatever, right? So like big like Chinese gaming com company understand that, and that's why they keep releasing games or that's pretty much just pay to win. If you see if you go to Steam right now, you see all the Chinese games. Like they're like mostly, like especially the MMOs, right? Like those MMOs, like they're mostly pay to wins, okay? Unless they're like, I don't know, like single player games, indie games. All most of those games are just pay to wins. Just that's because Chinese people don't like don't give a heck if it's pay to win or not. If it's pay to win, hey, it's even better because they can just pay money to get stronger and and feel feels good. And that's the whole gaming cultures in China since 2000 and I don't know 2002, whenever the, like the first game was imported into China until now. Okay, like that, that's why like American company try to fit as much as well as much of pay to win mechanics into a game as possible without getting mad for the uh, Western audience because you know when whenever this game is released in China they. They're gonna make bucks because all the Chinese players who just like don't give a heck, just pay all the money they want to. Uh, I don't know to get rip, get higher levels, you know, to, to be the first guy in the server to uh, defeat this boss or whatever. But, like this is the whole gaming culture in China. Okay, That's okay I'm gonna offer a different point of view for that one. So in my in my opinion, I think the reason why microtransactions became so dominant was because. A lot of the successful games at the time were either browser-based or on the phone. So it's easy to get people to spend money on like microtransactions uh, if you're in that kind of a that, uh, That's not true. Hey, uh, do, you, do you know Chuanqi? No, it's... Chuanqi? What? Chuanqi. Which is like a, it's like a Diablo top-side-down games that was originally released in Korea and... Chinese people, Chinese company ported into China and become like this huge sensation. That's pretty much kickstarted the um the, the gaming cultures in China. Okay, well, that game I'm, is I'm gonna, heavily paid to win. From my point of view, it's because at the time, like you're either at a, a PC cafe mm -hmm. or it's on your phone, right? Because no, I mean that's no work. phone back in the day. They're all on PC well, cafe. Okay. Yeah, okay? But, it's browser based or like um. It's not browser based. It's, it's a legit a application browser, a game. Browser based games. Like a um, but my point okay. Is, okay. Go ahead. My point is that um, I think there wasn't as much, I guess, competition from actual single player games, so people got too used to that kind of ecosystem, where it's pretty much just every game is just uh filled with microtransactions so yeah. then you just pick which one you want to play because they're all the same model exactly um, i mean but now after consoles um the ban was lifted a couple years ago i think there's definitely a, a shift towards like actual 
single player offline games, um, especially with like how uh, popular the uh, PlayStation and Nintendo Switch have been. Okay, I have to like they have alternatives now, right? They're not they're not uh, only given like a few choices where uh, all of them are pretty much the same. Yes, I agree with that. However, you don't understand that the new generations of people, kids, grew up in China these days. They actually don't care about PC or console. All they care about is their phone. Uh, like, I would say, like, if you count the generations difference, right? You have the 2000s, early 2000s. Those people use PC the most. And you have the, um, you have the, uh, uh, which one call? You have the uh, 2000, uh, 20, 2010s, okay? Those are like uh, more focused on mobiles, okay? Consoles are still niche things in, in Chinese market, right? Not everyone owns a console. Most people own a PC. Like, like Switch, you don't see that often. I don't, I don't even agree with that necessarily. Like, everyone owns a PC, but the PC is usually like a family computer you know like yeah it's not made for yes. gaming so it doesn't run demanding titles yeah but like um, that, so you won't be able to see that that that, that makes my gaming. point more right like a kid like people use their phone over the pc and and consoles are like still a niche like it's still a small percentage of the whole gaming industry in china piece like pc's percentage like ownership right usage has been actually quite like lowered slow slowly uh, lowered because more people are using mobiles over pcs or consoles well i mean i think that's also in part due to um how available they are if you're in like a smaller city how how likely is it that you're gonna have like a pc parts shop um readily available and also uh the costs uh kind of make it less attractive compared to a phone because everyone has a phone yeah um so if you can use it for more than one purpose then why not um the other thing i think why um kids are generally not as pc focused is because um, a lot of the pc cafes or all of them have uh, limits now so you have to be over a certain age in order i mean to... it's always over 18 but just back in the day they don't check that much yeah, well they, yeah they crack down on that so there's a lot fewer kids who are exposed to that um, because uh, if you think about it, like, should they really, what, you know, get a PC if they don't know how, you know, how it's going to do, uh, mm -hmm. meanwhile, they have a phone in front of them. So they already mm -hmm. know. I mean, especially, uh, you have like, a, like, a back in the, uh, 2010s, I think there's like the whole crackdowns of games. Okay. You know how Chinese, a Chinese government called, calls the, uh, games digital opium. And like they all, you have that whole fiesta of a crackdown, right? So parents are still distancing kids from PC because they they think PC is just games, right? That, that that's what we've been doing, and then well, just let them keep them phones. To do with like a generational difference. Yeah, that's it, a lot of that's the people it. making these decisions didn't grow up with computers. Yeah. Um. Or phones, for that matter. Yeah. So I think it's well, understandable that they wouldn't. Yeah, but like, you know. like, my phones are easier to get into. You think about it, right? Because like, even yeah, my grandparents use phones. And my grandparents don't know how to use a computer at all. Right? So like, yeah, I mean, uh, that's another point. A lot harder. 
Right. Yeah, you, that's you, put a, you, you put a phone or tablet in front of a baby, they can learn how to use it uh, because it's just intuitive. You're just touching the screen. Yeah. You're on a PC, you got to, you know. Do a lot of stuff. You got click. You gotta, yeah, you got to yeah, set up. You know, you, know, you, know, you learn how to use a keyboard, okay? Yeah, it's probably it's the most harder. difficult thing for um, old people. It's just, just a higher barrier um, of entry. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. I think it's understandable, but I think as they get older, they will eventually... You know, are using PCs or consoles? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly not sure about that. My cousin's like it's eighteen now. He does, still doesn't like using a like a uh, what is someone call it like a like a phone. I mean like a PC or console. He still prefers phones over PC or consoles. Like I don't know, or maybe. Well, I mean, it also comes down to personal preference, but I think overall, I mean, there's there's too many you know, games on PC and console for, for them to just completely ignore it. Uh, I don't think it's anyone true. would be able to it do that. It is true. It is true. But like, like they're so easily able to like, uh, like enjoy themselves. Like, you know how phones are like the shitty, um, what are those games that you just like, like you, you go around, you absorb, like absorb yeah, stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, if you talk about those types of games, they're designed in that way. Like they're designed to make the user feel instant gratification or happiness. It's not like people have lower standards. It's it's like those those titles are specifically designed to capture a certain market, and they know it's going to do well because they put the mechanics in that way. Uh, because their research showed them that that's what will keep most people playing. It's true, I guess. It is true, but I am still not hundred percent sure if the kids. Or eventually move on to PCs or consoles. I mean, for PC, I think it's inevitable because uh, when you have to start writing papers, you're gonna need a, a PC for college. It is true. Um, it is true. Or even just for hey, work. but like people like, use most, most like, places I, where like, you work. Either. I feel like I talk about this, but people does use touch. Like we talk about this, like touch screen. We did. We did keyboards. Yeah. People still like people actually use that. Well, okay, but that's different, right? Because if you're on a PC with a touch screen keyboard, it's still a PC. It runs all the PC applications. Yeah, but like, but but people people are more likely to buy like a tablet PC. You know what I mean? That's pretty much just like a tablet with like, you know, and then with like bare minimum PC setups in there. Right? I think I understand where you're going, but um, I feel like right now, at least as far as sales of those types of computers go, like, like, they're not, like, they're still not that popular. It is true, but like, they're like getting more and more popular though. I mean, they're still a pretty niche product. But they're yeah, because I mean, if you popular. think about it, like if someone if someone is buying a PC for the first time, they're gonna want something that has all the features. They're not gonna want to compromise between a PC and a tablet. At, I don't at least know. That's my, that's my thought I don't process. Know. Maybe for us, you know, we're old. We're old. Okay. I mean, like if you're getting a car, you just want a car, right? You don't want a car with crossed with something else that's worse on like both sides. It's true, but like. You know, if they're first time PC buyer, they don't they don't even know what's in a PC. Maybe they they get recommended because you know, like I see ads about this stuff. Like, for example, Chromebook, right? Chromebook is like an example of the touchscreen PC thing, right? Like, like people if they see it, like they want to buy a PC and they see an ad for Chromebook and it's by Google, 
and it's called Chromebook. And, you know, they're like, oh, it's just PC by Google. Actually, even mm. if you talk about Chromebook, I think now in terms of Chrome OS, they have more games than before, uh, especially because since it's basically Linux um, behind the yeah. uh, behind everything and there's more of a shift towards Linux uh, gaming uh, due to due to Valve. You know, I do, I do, yeah, I do like but Linux over like regular PC. You know, yeah, I mean, even people using Chromebooks will be able to. Yeah, uh, but it's still not as you know as as as, as more access yeah, that's, that's as that on Windows. That's okay. the trick, you know. You uh, you get them hooked with a little bit first. They get a taste of it. They're like, oh, I can only run this twenty FPS, and then they start looking at something that can run it at sixty, and then they start looking at something that can run it at one hundred forty. Yeah. yeah. So, you think they'll evolve into a console player or a PC player? They could go either way, but because I I, I do because you don't understand that console player and PC players hate each other. You know that, right? Not necessarily. There's I think no, that's like no that, middle ground. Okay, that's true. That's true. Back in the day, but nowadays, I feel like people are more aware of. Uh, the benefits of a PC versus the benefits of a console. Yeah. Um, I think also because um, <clears throat> I think consoles have also been increasing in price. So after a certain point, like, there's no reason to get one anymore uh, besides yeah. the exclusives. And then even then, both Sony and Microsoft are also releasing on PC. So, mm. you know, it's, mm. it's hard to say w what is exactly going to happen, but I I think it's better than before. Mm, it is better than before because I know uh, even my my cousins, right? My little cousins, it's like thirteen year old. He used to only play on Switch. Now he's actually got play Fortnite on PC. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how that's how you get them started. You know, mm. you do that, and you're like, wait, but you can aim better. Exactly. So yeah. have, As I, I told him, it's like you, you see, like because like if you run, if you play Fortnite on piece on your Switch, it actually lags, right? Because the specs are so trashy, it actually lags, and it's locked. It's frame locked to like thirty FPS or something. I told him like, oh, if you get it on PC, it's gonna be like sixty FPS and no lags at all, and you, and you can aim better. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you gotta try. And then he's like, from, and then from that point on, he just play Fortnite on PC only. Which yeah, is, well, that's, uh, I guess you know, that's what everyone has started. to do. That you gotta convince people to to switch to PC or console from mobile. Yeah, the thing and is, that's how, that's I don't. I I, I, I actually do. started to think that the PC gaming kind of trash now. I want to move on to VR gaming soon. Oh, what makes you? What makes you say that? I don't Something... know. I think it's games on PC in general is trashy now. Where, where's my sword well, online? Think, okay, where, um... where, where's my sword online? <laughs> well, you you have that new uh, VR MMO, right? Well, the uh, thing that Justin and Q is playing right yeah. now. That one, the uh, Zanis, uh, Zanis or something like the name. Something yeah, that's it was, a Z, it, right? It top charts um, a couple times, I think. So clearly, it's popular and yeah, it's this VR MMO. Okay, I want to try out that's VR your, uh, MMO. That's your Sword Art Online. No, it's not exactly Sword Art Online. Prototype, okay. prototype Sword Art Online. It's not even close. It's not even close. Not even close. You can see it. Uh, 
the right. actual soda online to just. Yeah, no, it's 2022. It's supposed to release this year. I don't and see I it happening. The other thing is, the uh, past couple of years, uh, a lot of games got delayed um, because of COVID disruptions. Like oh. they had to move all their staff home or something, and they had to change all their workflow, mm-hmm. how they do everything. So that caused some delays. But I think in the coming few years, um, it'll get better because because of COVID, it's also been better for gaming, right? Because people are stuck at home. Then what are they going to do? Everyone's playing video so, games. Yeah, there's only so many things yeah. they can do at home. Yeah, but instead of working, they're just playing video games now. Be well, slacking. That's up, to, okay. that's up to the person. I mean, you could take away games and, you know, they could be watching TV instead of working. They could be watching movies instead of working. True. Is this true? I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, just find a way to, yeah. Uh, to play if, games. If people really don't want to do something, they'll always find a way to not do it. Yeah, slacking, you know? I, I, lo- I love sta- slacking. I, li- I love to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's relaxing. And people do need to take time once in a while to just do nothing because Relax. you're constantly, yeah, you're constantly stressed out about what's the next thing you need to do. Then... Yeah, but, I, but I love to keep. I love to keep myself busy, though. Uh, like if if I'm not doing a lot, if I'm not doing anything for a long period of time, I just feel like like time passed so slowly. It just doesn't feel as good. Okay. That's why I've been picking yeah, that's up. That's also true. Yeah, that's why I've yeah. been picking up how to cook. Think, uh, okay. It's it's like not going into either extreme. Just finding a good balance between. Uh, the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else? This topic went for like 40 minutes. Nice. Yeah, I actually planned that. Uh, well, I don't know. Are we going to start another 40-minute topic? Or oh, we can talk about am something I gonna small. talk about some other stuff I have planned uh, for the same subject? And yep, um, anything so short? It won't take as long. You it probably short? won't be that long. So, okay. Uh, okay. Let's go. Okay, so do you have any thoughts on what Microsoft can make now that they own all this different IP? So my wish list is like a MOBA, like Heroes of the Storm. Bro, they already have Heroes of the Storm. (laughs) No, but but with every single Microsoft property. So like Microsoft of the Storm. Yeah, like you you can get... um, Elder Scrolls characters in there. You can get you have Dua uh, King. You have, you have the Master Chief. Fallout. Yeah, Master Chief. Exactly. So something like that. But do you have anything that you would like to see that see them do? Yeah, obviously. Okay, Warcraft Four, Starcraft Three. Okay, Diablo Four. Hopefully, Star Overwatch Two. Hopefully, World of Warcraft Two. Okay. Okay. And maybe even finally a good Call of Duty game that doesn't suck ass, okay? Those are my goals. Those are my target, okay? Those are my high hope target. They better use those IP, okay? They spent like seven, uh, they spent $69 billion to buy Activision Blizzard. There's no way they don't like produce the next Warcraft or the next World of Warcraft, Diablo, Starcraft 2, okay? Those are like a big name IPs. They better, they better do something about it. Hopefully. And uh, do you want to see like crossovers in between, or do you think like they should just be kept separate? 
Ah, they should just be kept separately. Maybe like a crossover event in like a in like a World of Warcraft, maybe or even I don't know, like just as as you say, right? Uh, a crossover MOBA with all the all the characters from Microsoft or you know together. Yeah, exactly. That that's definitely the big thing that I want, right? But and most I importantly, I want a StarCraft three. Hell, even like they don't even need to make a StarCraft three. They just need to update StarCraft two. Okay, do you know why I believe this will happen? Just look at Age of Empires. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's an IP that doesn't even make that much money, but Microsoft just keep making them. So like, I have high hope. Okay, I have high hope. Oh, it's it's making them enough money to to keep the series going. Yeah, but same same for StarCraft too. Okay, the whole reason Blizzard stopped production for StarCraft two updates is because they don't make that much money compared to like. World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Overwatch, you know, those other games. Because StarCraft 2 is a strategy game, and strategy games are not as microtransaction friendly as other type of games. And that's the whole reason they stop, because it doesn't make that much money. It makes enough money to support itself, but it doesn't make that much money. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I think I kind of understand. Yeah, so like, and, and, and if that's like the really case, big numbers. Yeah, if that's the case, kind of cut off all the mm. less good parts. Yeah, so that's the case. Then Microsoft should support StarCraft Two. I don't need them to create a new StarCraft Three games. Okay, I just them. I just want them to to like make more missions on on like co-op mode or uh, add new maps or hell even like host more tournament. Okay. Like that's even fine enough, okay? Just get give some life back to StarCraft too, okay? StarCraft like if if uh, you know, right? StarCraft 2 is like my favorite RTS game, right? Like like that's probably the only RTS game that I'm semi good at, okay? Like, you know, yeah, I think you uh, mentioned it a couple of times. Yeah. It's it's either StarCraft 3, StarCraft 2 update or Warcraft 4. Okay, Warcraft 4. Not the whole Warcraft 3 Reforge shit show, okay? A new game. A new game, Warcraft 4. Like, but like, I highly doubt they can make it because, you know, the whole World of Warcraft lore is actually tied to Warcraft 4, 3, so I don't think it's happening, but keep the hopes up, man. Maybe anything's possible, right? Well, would you be okay if they kind of took some of the events in World of Warcraft and turned that into a Warcraft game? No, that that sucks. Like stuff happens in War World of Warcraft War sucks. Okay, they're not as epic as Warcraft Three. Okay, the story, all everything happening in Warcraft Three is like epic. Anything happens in World of Warcraft are all shit, all sucks. Okay, they're not even that cool. They're like trashy I mean, writings. There were, there's a bunch of expansions that people were pretty happy about. Now so. nobody's happy with the expansions. Like really? yeah, like the the only people, the only three, the only two expansion that the people like is actually just the dirt, the Burning Legion and the and the Lich King, which is are all the same like reuse story from Warcraft three. That literally a reuse story from Warcraft three. Okay, beside those two, all other expansion people hated it. Like they're not even that good. Cataclysm trash. Miss of Pandaria, Thrash. Whoa. What else? Warlord of Draenor, Thrash. 
Legion? Okay, Legion. Legion is pretty good. I got people Mr. like Pandaria was pretty good. No, you, you, you didn't play through the lunch, like a lunch to um, end patch experience. Okay, the, like the whole expansion well, I mean, suck cool. ass. But I mean, I I like the story. I thought. I mean, the story is fine. It's, like only also only the lunch explorers. Like only the story. Like when when the expansion launch, it's good. After that, it's all pfft, shit or shit. Or shit. Only, only the I launch. I know when they first launched it, um, a lot of people were upset because they didn't think that pandas fit inside the whole WoW. Um, yeah, but panda actually ex already exists in Warcraft Three. What are they even talking about? Yeah, well, well the, it was just like a few NPCs, right? It wasn't like a major faction. Yeah, but they're they're like already existed, and and then one of yeah, the but, most popular the characters expansion was centered around them. Yeah, but like everyone loved Chen Chen uh like a stone shell. Yeah. You know Chen, right? He played Chen in yeah. Hero of the Storm. Yeah, and I've also seen him in Mr. Pandaria as well. Yeah, it's like and one I of the main characters that. you see. Um yeah. well, it's like a very popular characters. You know, like so like any, okay, anything for, with Warcraft crossovers. Okay. Any anything with Warcraft and trash. wow. Because I know Square Enix has done a couple of crossovers with FF. I, I I don't know if WoWs will do crossovers. It's just not fit. I don't know. Like it, it just not doesn't fit the the aesthetics of WoWs. I mean, you know they I mean? added they added Volpera to the game, so I think. I mean, Volpera at least it has a lore right in there, right? Like, well, they can just add lore to it. The story's already so well, how, convoluted. They, are they going to cross over Master Chief and say Master Chief was from another planet who crash-landed to Azeroth to save the world? Is that, is that what's going to happen? No, uh, that's, that's what, not going to uh, happen. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what FF14 did with the Nier. Uh, they added Nier Automata uh, crossover uh, raids. And that's basically the story, and people are fine with it. I think it was pretty yeah, but good. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I honestly don't think WoW players would like that. Like, I don't think like it fits the aesthetic, right? You have like a sci-fi character in a fantasy world. It's not gonna fit. Well, it doesn't have to be uh, sci-fi. It can be like a fantasy property. You're well. gonna be like a. <laughs> like I, I, I was gonna say like, you, are you gonna make Master Chief like this fantasy Master Chief? No, it's gonna wear like, an like armor. Too, you're thinking too crazy. Yeah, I mean, maybe if it's like another type that's not too observed. But also, like the whole WoW history, right? You have like the universe is already set up. Like, I don't know if there's gonna be other some sort well, of like alien technology. Universe. I, I wouldn't say that. You know, that's a major hindrance in bringing crossovers. I mean, yeah, because uh, FF40 is both, both fantasy it and sci-fi. Either I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be long. It's not as sci-fi though. Yeah, but like, there is this. There is the like FF a base for event, it. You could mm -hmm. see people driving around in convertibles, um, and it looked out of place in game. But I think people still liked it overall. Mm, maybe because I mean, you you start off like riding a chocobo, like a bird. Yeah. So to see someone riding around in like a car, like a modern day car. Seems kind of out of place. Maybe I don't. I'm not so sure. Well, anyway, I think I think that's the time we made it. And then you're not, you know, you're already talkative. Not not too sick, in my opinion. 
now I think about it. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, I'm glad I, I didn't sound that. Yeah, it's good. So, today. you know, I, maybe you should get more rest, drink more water. But uh, we're done for today. Anything uh, closing statement, Your Honor? Uh, nope. Okay, okay. Then, uh, then thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And then we shall see each other next week. Bye-bye!